Hey guys, welcome back to Growth of Mastermind. This is Edward, and today we're joined with Caleb. Um, so Caleb, uh, it's Funnel Flow underscore Mastermind on on Instagram. Introduce yourself. Yeah, my name's Caleb with Funnel Flow Mastermind and Marketing. Uh, we help people get leads and sales online. Pretty general, pretty general uh, description. Uh, but we use something called minimum viable marketing. Um, and it's just a four-step approach to get leads and sales online. And it's kind of a blend of what's worked for the last one or 200 years in traditional sales. Uh, had a baby with digital marketing, Facebook ads, Google ads, sales funnel. So how can you use today's technologies uh, with the time-tested principles of direct response marketing, direct sales, and marry them together to get maximum effect? So... Uh, that's what we focus on kind of in the mastermind from the coaching perspective. And then that's what we actually do for our clients on the agency side. So thanks for having me today, Edward. Yeah, no, yeah, problem. no problem. And, uh, yeah, you know, that's, that's a cool little cool stab. Um, um, I mean, it's original. We haven't had this on the podcast, podcast before. So, so um, tell, tell, tell us a bit about, about you know, your you previous life before, before you got into sales, sales etc. Et um, um, I see that you were doing nursing. How exactly did that switch happen? Yeah, so I became a nerd like... When I was in towards the end of high school, I, I wanted to do something. I didn't want to sit behind a desk, which is odd as I say this behind a desk right now. But <laughs> uh, I, did, I didn't want just like, I didn't want a job. You know, I wanted a career, something where I could help people. And through just a chain of events, I kind of landed in the medical field. Um, and nursing was just kind of a good fit for me. I didn't, I didn't quite like school, so I didn't... I, I didn't think going to medical school would be a good fit for me. And nursing was only four years of school as opposed to like eight or 12. So I went, yeah, this, this seems like it'll work. Um, but I always had this entrepreneurial desire, this entrepreneurial passion. And I was the 12-year-old kid who was going around the neighborhood with flyers, like trying to get uh, lawn mowing jobs. And I had a paper route and I was doing side jobs for my dad's business. And I was just always trying to make a buck and flip things. And um, anyway, it was just kind of who I was. And as I got into nursing, um, I realized that uh, being an entrepreneur wasn't really uh, celebrated in the hospital. You know, they want you to do a task. You have a shift, like you have tasks. And that was fine for a while. But when the the glamour of being a, a nurse kind of wore off. I'm like, man, I want to be doing my own thing. I want to get out of the institution. So I kind of had that drive, that desire. And then I just started trying things. I had a hot dog cart. I had a coffee catering uh, business. Uh, eventually I started some blogs in the nursing space kind of uh, really before Facebook had taken off. So it was, you know, I would get traffic through Reddit and building an email list and, kind of just trying different things online. And through several of those little side hustles, if you will, I just learned how to create a presence online. I learned how to build an email list. Uh, I um, launched my first Google Ads account in 2005, right? So like I was always trying all these things, but I didn't really, uh, I didn't really have a strategy that all tied it together. I was just like, you know, seeing what stuck to the wall. And then in 2017, I was working in the emergency department and I had a nursing assistant I was working with and I had helped her with her resume for a resume writing service that I had launched helping nurses. 
And so she knew I was an wow. entrepreneur and, and she goes, Hey, she came to me out of the blue. She goes, you need to start a junk removal business. And I went, what? Like I'm literally in <laughs> scrubs at, in an emergency room. And I went, uh, what do you mean a junk removal business? And by the way, have you seen where I work? Like, how am I going to go around and clean out people's garages? She goes, no, 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 no. Like when I lived up in LA, my grandma, she died and she had a truck in front of her house and it kind of became my job to clean out grandma's junk, right? She had about 50 years worth of crap in her house and somehow it became my job to clean it out. So I started emptying the house out with the truck and then the neighbors saw me emptying out the house with the truck and they wanted help moving their junk. And then their neighbors saw that and it kind of, it turned into a full-time business where she was making five figures a month. She had a whole crew. She bought a dump truck. Like you get the idea. And um, she was just running it from her phone with, with Craigslist posts and that was it. And she was making a full-time income. And I went, this is kind of crazy. Never thought wow. about that. Yeah. So that got my head spinning and I had a friend, we're still friends, but a friend at the time who was unemployed, uh, well, he had just lost his job. He'd been laid off and, um, he was kind of collecting unemployment, trying to figure out his next thing. And he was applying and like the economy was a little soft at the time. So I, I just pitched him. I said, Hey, what do you think about this idea? You know, I can run the digital marketing you know, the website and the ads kind of like I've done for my other stuff and you can run the truck. And he's like, yeah, let's try it. So for literally less than a thousand dollars, we bought an old trailer off Facebook marketplace, uh, hooked it up to my Jeep. I didn't even have a truck. I just had a hitch. Like I think I had to install a hitch. I installed a hitch on my Jeep Cherokee and we started, uh, we made a few Facebook posts and we, you know, we were making, couple thousand dollars a month and then we launched a google ad and then all of a sudden we were up to like ten thousand a month and um then we landed this hoarder house clean out which ended up being like a twenty five thousand dollar job and like all of a sudden we had a business and i went this is crazy and so i started at that point seeing myself not as a nurse but as an entrepreneur who happens to be nursing and so that started kind of the transition mentally where I started to really go after this full time. Um, we scaled that business to six figures in less than 10 months. Uh, we did $130,000 in sales, which isn't a lot, but from like basically nothing. We didn't really, we didn't even have our name on the side of the truck. It was all digital marketing ads, uh, things like that. And uh, we kind of scaled it to a point that I like of of my own knowledge, but I hit, I hit a plateau where like, I don't know how to take this business to the next level. Like I've done everything I can do. And it was at this point I decided I, I really need to start learning again because I'm sure you can appreciate this as an entrepreneur. Like I'm always chasing shiny objects. Like, Ooh, that looks good. For sure. Mm -hmm. Oh, that looks fun. I could do that. Right. I mean, that's how I got into junk removal. And so I'm always like chasing these ideas and what happens is like, I end up accomplishing nothing. And so for yes. a while, I just like, I, I'm not going to listen to any podcasts. I'm not going to read any books. Like I just need to focus. And while, while that's good for a time, it's not really like a long-term strategy. And so it was at this point, I like opened my ears up and I went, okay, I need to start learning again. And that's when I learned about funnels. That's when I learned about Russell Brunson. I started, uh, you know, watching his webinars and reading his books and taking his courses. And that's when I really realized that there's this whole other side to online business um, that I had never experienced before. 
And so that's when I went really deep into that. I started to apply those principles into the business, like lead capture funnels and webinars. And about that time, my business partner, he's like, hey, I can't do this chunk removal business anymore. You know, I need to get a real job because we couldn't we couldn't quite get it to the level where it was self-supporting. And so he bowed out and I went, okay, so I seen that I can do this, um, you know, uh, I, I should be doing this as a job, right? I should be helping other people build their business. I don't need a truck. I don't need um, a physical location. Like what I'm learning can be applied to any business. And so long story short, um, kind of transition what I learned there in the junk removal business and the accumulation of like a hot dog cart and, and, uh, nursing resume service and all these weird little unrelated things. Uh, it was just part of the journey, which led me to where I'm at now. And I help people create lead generation systems and sales systems to, from like, they have nothing to now we're getting leads. We're getting sales online, um, using just foundational, uh, simple stuff, but a lot of business owners, they just, they don't even know where to start because marketing is so, so big. So that's, that's kind of my backstory. I don't know if that makes sense. And, um, yeah. so now I, now I work yeah. part-time as a nurse, um, but I'm 110% invested, uh, in funnel flow and, and growing this and, and helping business owners scale to that next level. Oh, so, uh, so that's, that's crazy. crazy. So you're so still, you're still um, nursing. Um, so how long so ago did you start, you start coaching? coaching? Well, about 2019. Um, so when I when I had this epiphany that I wanted to be a marketer, marketer, uh, my best friend owns a pay per click agency, and so he's like, "Okay, well, um, let's let's get together once a week. Let's have a call because I was working full time as a nurse, and like, let's just have a standing meeting on the calendar." And it was, we met an hour before one of my shifts. So we started at 6.30 in the morning to 7.30 on Wednesdays. It was just kind of what worked on the calendar. And um, I'm going to invite my friends who need your help. And one of his friends, his name was Scott Landis. He was a coach. He had created courses and written books and all this stuff. And um, he, but he didn't really have a marketing system or strategy or anything like that. And so uh, Scott started coming to those calls and it was just kind of like, uh, we were just talking things out. Right. And, uh, I've always, I've kind of always been the person people come to cause people know I have all these like weird little side interests where if they have an idea, they're like, Hey, what do you think about, uh, you know, pottery <laughs> business, I, like all these weird stuff. I'm like, I, you know, I don't know. Right. And so people are always coming to me. So I've kind of always been a natural coach. And as a nurse, you're always like uh, teaching, engaging with your patients. And I was a youth pastor. So like I've, I've always had that teacher heart. I never really identified as a coach. But um, in 2019, when we started having these regular meetings, people started calling me the expert. And I go, I'm not the expert. Like I've, I read a book. Does that mean I'm an expert? And I'm like, no, you know more than me. That makes you the expert. And I went, okay, I guess. Um, and so it really took me a while to embrace that title. It was kind of imposter syndrome, but, uh, people just started inviting people to these meetings. It was kind of like an organic thing. We didn't charge for it at first. Um, 
And then uh, over time, like I saw how much value people were getting it out of it. You know, their businesses were shifting, and I went, "This is kind of valuable," and I feel like I should charge for this. So I started charging a hundred bucks a month. Um, then it moved to two hundred bucks a month, and then um, I integrated with Go High Level. So when you join the mastermind, uh, you get all the coaching, and then you have the software, and then um, uh, yeah, launch you know, launch some group programs. So it was just kind of a natural thing. Um, it's not like I watched a webinar online that says you can be a coach and make 10 figure, you know, six figures a month. And it just kind of, I just kind of slid into it. Wow. Uh, okay. okay. So, so you know, I heard you do funnels with, uh, uh, you know, the basics of sales. Is that correct? Yeah. So funnels are great, right? Here's where people get stuck on funnels. They don't, they look at the big guys, they look at like Russell Brunson or Grant Cardone, and they look at these guys doing Dean Graziosi, and they look at these guys doing these one to many giant funnels, right? And maybe they're selling a book or they're launching a webinar or something like that, and they want it to be totally automated, right? And they'll get a whole bunch of leads, um, but they don't have good automation follow-up systems. They don't have, like, to have a truly automated hands-off business takes a lot of work, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. A lot of work, especially if you're selling coaching or information products and things like that because people have questions. You know, they want to know, will it work for me? You know, what about my unique situation? And, you yeah. know, everyone's basically the same, but these are still the things going through people's minds, preventing them from pulling out their credit card. And so um, what I the, – the most powerful combination that I found, um, especially if you're starting out, are simple lead generation funnels with, fo- with manual follow-up sales. Yeah. So, yeah. No. so you download a lead magnet – you buy the free book, you attend the webinar, whatever the whatever the lead magnet is, whatever the reason they're opting into the funnel, but then you physically follow up with them like a human does and you say, what questions do you have? Um, what are you looking for? And then that's just the starting point of a traditional sales process. Does that make sense? Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and uh, you know, obviously you know, if you're obviously not Jeremy Miner or Grant Cardone, you know, it'll be hard to, to have a fully automated um system you know people want to talk to you people want to see what you're about um so so do you give these people um any sales training or you know do you have your sales team over there that does uh work for them um i mean the sales do i give them any sales training i don't consider myself a sales expert like once again that's that's kind of the um you know i had the imposter syndrome of i was the funnel guy you know i'm Mm -hmm. I'm stepping into being the sales guy because what I've learned is it's really easy to get leads. It's hard to make sales. So um, I can get leads all day. Give me a funnel. I'll make it convert. You know, give me, let me into your Facebook ad account. We will get you leads. Now, can you turn those into sales? That's a different conversation. That's a different thing. So, um, I have really been learning the psychology of selling. And um, so I don't have formalized sales training. I have a few books that I I kind of, you know, refer to and I I treat as gospel. Um, my, my favorite uh, sales and marketing book 
to date is The Ultimate Sales Machine by Chet Holmes. And um, are, are you familiar with this book? No, I'm no, actually not. Actually not but, um, you know, I tend not to read. I'm more the YouTube, YouTube University guy. guy. I take well, a couple courses. Pick up a book and read it or listen to it on Audible. Uh, mm -hmm. If you want a sales Bible, this is it. Right. So this is kind of my sales Bible. And what he talks about in here, I talked about how I'm kind of a blend between, um, or maybe this was before we were on air. Uh, I'm kind of a blend between digital marketing and traditional sales. Like he is all about traditional grunt sales. Like I'm going to make a list of a hundred people I want to go after and I'm going to go after them till they, till I, I know like the name of their dog, right? That kind of level of sales. Um, and, uh, so I, I blend what he does with with sales funnels so how can you use sales funnels to augment a traditional sales process um well, anyway oh so i got off on a tangent i got off on a tangent i don't you know sales is really simple in in the sense that like you have to figure out what people want and you have to tell you have to convince them or show them or let them come to their own conclusions that what you have what you're offering helps them get what they want that's it well, well, it, it is a it simple is a concept. Simple concept. <laughs> you know, it's you know, very it's hard very to hard apply. To apply. Um, um, but you know, it, 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 it's one of the most popular, popular things nowadays, nowadays um, especially as remote, remote closers, closers um, are, becoming, are becoming, you know, a you know, huge, huge thing. thing. Um, um, you know, there's you know, huge communities for it. There's like Jeremy Miner and Kojo are growing exponentially. But so, so for you, what's more fun, building funnels or, you know, doing the sales part? I love sales. Like when I close a deal, I'm so amped up. Um, mm -hmm. it, yeah, I, I love it all because it's you can't have one without the other. You can have no sales if you don't have leads, right? That's that's really where I see funnels for the average common man, um, myself included. That's that's where everyone can benefit from funnels. Like you just put something attractive on a page that speaks to your ideal client and give them an opportunity to opt in. Uh, request more information, watch a free training, whatever it is, like lead with value. And now the people that opt in, they're people who are raising their hand, who are interested in what you have to, to, to talk about. And then you manually follow up and you figure out what they want. Oh, where'd you go? Um, I'm so sorry. I don't know what just happened. Okay, it's still recording for some reason. Okay. Um, but yeah, you died. Um, um, yeah. So, so go on, keep. Uh... Um, yeah. What was I saying? Uh, basically, that funnels get the lead, but you need to make the sale. And eventually, over time, if you have enough of those conversations, um, you can figure out what are the common objections, what are the common things people need to hear to buy your product service program. And you can put that into an automated webinar. You can put that into a one-to-many thing like the big boys uh, and sell from a stage. But until you've kind of done the work and, um, you know, had 200 sales calls and people tell you no and ghost you, it's, it's hard to make a webinar presentation that's convincing. Um, very true. Um, I mean, you know, sales are basic, but, um, they're actually very complicated. In the sense that, especially 
Anyways, moving on. Um, so I see that you have a YouTube. That's me channel. and Jeremy Miner, um, right there. <laughs> really? Okay. So are you in NEPQ uh three? What's that? Uh, so so the, what's that story behind that? Uh, oh, that was at that was at That's Funnel Hacking Live 2021. Um, one of my buddies, and he's actually my agency coach. Um, he had he had built some of Jeremy Miner's seven figure webinar funnels, and so. Uh, wow. I didn't really know Jeremy, and so I um, I just saw him walking in the hall, and I went up and introduced myself, and I said, "Hey, Mike says hi." He's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, how's it how's it going?" And then, you know, we chatted for a minute, and I said, uh, "Can I get a picture?" He goes, "Sure, we got a picture." That was it. So now we're buddies, and we text all the time. No, that's not true. But really? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I mean, he's a guy just <laughs> like any, he's a he's a guy like anybody else, you know. But he's figured out how to take what he does, put it into a funnel, get a whole bunch of leads, and then make a compelling offer. And that's about so, it. So does he talk the same in person as he does in his videos, you know, with a calm tonality? Like, so. do you, does he do that a lot? Uh, I mean, it was a conference. Um, we talked for all of three minutes. So, yeah, uh, I've got nothing negative to say. He was a nice guy. Uh so, all right, great. Anyways, uh, you know, I was asking about your YouTube channel. Um, so what exactly goes on over there? I see that you do some meetings, um, etc. I haven't had too much time to go through it, but um, you know, tell us a little bit about that. Um, well, our we're now pushing four years into the Funnel Flow Mastermind. Um, meeting every Wednesday. And, uh, yeah, I just kind of from the very beginning, I don't think I have the early, early stuff on there, but basically I just started live streaming to YouTube. Uh, and, and that's what it is. That was kind of the bulk of it. So, you know, like my highest, mm. highest viewed, uh, mastermind yep. meeting has like 30 views on it. But, uh, for me, it was more just to document the process. And, um, when I'm Joe Rogan someday, you can go back and see my old stuff. Okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, I would, I just live stream the meeting every week and you know, the whole idea with the mastermind on Wednesday mornings, it's like, it's just free. Just come on down. Um, and, um, yeah, so it's just, it's just a free meeting. And as a result of the connections and people I met and, um, coached on that call, it's kind of turned into my agency. So I really, I really see it as the foundation of everything that we do here and it's really helped me grow as an individual because when it's one thing when you learn it for yourself, it's another thing when you learn something and then you immediately go teach it. And there's kind of that imposter syndrome you deal with, like, am I qualified to teach this? But really what's more important is that I need to understand something at a deeper level to explain it to you um, and that it helps me understand it and then apply it. And so that's that's kind of been my experience with the mastermind. So. Anybody who's an aspiring coach or wants to grow an agency, like the best thing I think you can do, and I've given this advice a thousand times, is just start a free weekly or monthly coaching call where whatever you're focused on, you're kind of teaching others. And it's really it really helps you develop um, as a subject matter expert and uh, business owner. Yeah, so, you know, you talk a lot about imposter syndrome, um, you know, but I, I don't know who says this, but it's like... Uh, or people who know about the subject uh, know that they know less. But why exactly do you think you feel that? I mean, um, you know, you have proven testimonies, etc. 
Um, I mean, is, is it still something you feel when you start something or, you know, do you feel it in, in every area? I've always been a bit of a branding and marketing guy. Even as a nurse, when I was working in the ICU, I referred to myself in the third person as Caleb the nurse. Um, it, it was just, and people would started calling me Caleb the nurse. It was like, I own Caleb the nurse.com. It was, it just kind of turned into a thing. Um, the reason I started doing that is cause, um, everyone in the ICU as the nurse, you're kind of in charge of that patient, like where they're coming, where they're going, the plan of their day. And so all these other doctors and allied health people would come up to me and like, Oh, hi, I'm so-and-so from nutrition. I'm hi, I'm so-and-so from cardiology or whatever. And I would just jokingly say, and they knew I was the nurse. I mean, it says right on my badge. I would jokingly say, Hey, I'm Caleb, the nurse. And they're like, okay, cool. <laughs> like, like, yeah, I know who you are, buddy. Um, and so I started, I really took on this title. Like I embraced it. Um, you know, I had this nursing podcast. So basically I'd only thought of myself as a nurse and now, you know, I've put away my scrubs metaphorically speaking and putting on the business professional clothes. And I'm like, I'm going out there in the wild world of entrepreneurship and I am, I'm, I'm selling marketing services at the end of the day. And the, um, the biggest, really what you're selling as if you're selling marketing or agency services, you are selling the confidence that I can deliver results for your business basically. And so Mm. I have to believe more than the customer, the client, the prospect that I can deliver them results. Does that make sense? Because if I don't believe it, I can't execute on it. Right. And if they don't, and if they don't believe that I believe it, they're not going to pay me, or they're not going to invest in what I'm offering them. And so, it has taken a lot of transition and a lot of like personal work to say, yeah, you can still be Caleb the nurse, but you are now like you're a marketer. You, uh, you, you're a marketer, All right? right? So, so you're what, an agency owner. So, so at what point, um, you know, would you say? You can consider yourself an expert and start coaching. What's that? So, uh, at what point uh, you think start coaching? Sorry, you keep cutting out. At what point did I start coaching? Wait. Um, so, at so, what point um, do you consider that you know enough and that you can start coaching? Well, one more time, your microphone's cutting out. Yeah, I'll just cut this out of it. 